everybody. It's Corey Poirier, and excited to be back with the latest episode of the show. And excited as well to have a returning guest with us today. Uh, we haven't had her on in a little while, so I'm really excited to continue her story, continue her journey, uh, share a little bit more about her with you. And so, Sandra Kuz, so excited to have you on the show today. And probably the best starting point, it's been a while since we had you on, so probably the best starting point would be to get you to tell us a little bit about your backstory and or journey for those listeners who may be discovering you and your story for the very first time today. Okay, so hi. My name is Sandra Coos. I am a holistic practitioner from Windsor, Ontario. I'm a Reiki master and teacher, author, holistic jewelry designer, and aspiring public speaker. And so, you know, Sandra, I know we've had, uh, you know, conversations in the past uh, about your work and uh, about uh, everything that you do. And so I guess perhaps a good starting point is, I think we can probably talk about this, but I believe you've been uh, working away on uh, on a book that you're planning to uh, release into the world soon. Yes, I am. The book is called The Journey to Yourself, and it is basically a roadmap how you can start working with energies, how to learn what it is, and find bits and pieces on your own spiritual journey. It's kind of like they're like exercises, tips and tricks that you can really use and grow spiritually and discover who you truly are. And it also has a lot about my own experience on my growth through spiritual, spirituality. So, you know, Sandra, I want to dive into the book before we go in any other direction. Obviously, as you know, this is sort of current in front of mind for me because I just finished the process of, uh, of releasing a book as well. And so I guess maybe I'd like to start with the why. You know, what, what made you decide that you wanted to release a book into the world and, and what are your sort of hopes with releasing a book into the world? Well, through my business where I work with a lot of people on their spiritual journey, I've always been asked pretty much the same questions over and over again. Like, how can I start on my spiritual journey? What are the things I can do? What does spirit guides mean? What does what are the chakras? I don't get how I can cleanse the chakras. Things like that. And so I thought, okay, instead of answering those questions over and over again to different people, why don't I write a book about that? And basically write everything about how to do this, how to do that. How can we help ourselves to outgrow ourselves and rediscover ourselves and really become the person we're supposed to be? And then I guess, you know, whenever you think about uh, from a reader perspective, you know, and I know it's hard right now because the book's not on the market, but what do you hope ideally that people say, this is why I grabbed this book or this is why I need Mm -hmm. this book? What are you hoping people comment on? Well, I'm really hoping that my book will help other people broaden their horizon. I mean, I find that the term spirituality is the most misunderstood subject on the planet. When Most of the time when I think about spirituality, we think about either religion or meditation, yoga, and so on and so forth. But really, everybody is personified spirituality. I mean, spirituality begins when you start thinking, okay, what do I want my life to be? That's the beginning of your spiritual journey. It simply means that you're changing your mind. You're starting to outgrow yourself. 
and that in itself is spirituality. So I'm trying to get people to understand that spirituality is a part of who we are, whether we are religious, whether we are atheist, it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with religion. Spirituality in itself is who we are. It's living from the mind. So, you know, Sandra, uh, one of the questions that, you know, I like to ask people is about uh, favorite quotes and, and things that really speak to them and what inspires them. Uh, at the same time, and this is something I want to start asking more about, is about people's original quotes. So I know you write quotes. Uh, we've had your quote in, in our latest book. So can you, I guess, share with us one of your quotes and, and maybe even why it resonates with you or what the quote means to you? Yes, I would love that. One quote that I recently wrote that really resonates with me a lot is a lot about spiritual development. And what I wrote was, when your soul resonates with the energy of a song, you can't help but burst into dance. Wow. Which means when you really love music and it's really, you're vibrating and you just have no choice, but you start dancing in the middle of the room while you're cooking. This is such a spiritual moment because your whole body, your whole being resonates with either the message of the song or the melody. And this is the same with everything in life. When you think about something you would like to do, and you get goosebumps, you get butterflies, this is your soul telling you go for it because this is what you're supposed to do. So our soul, our body is working with us to tell us which way to go, what we're supposed to do. We just got to listen. And this is what I try to accomplish in my book, to get people to that point where they notice when they get signs from their soul and their heart to do something and work with that. Now, Sandra, in terms of you know the work you do and, and I guess how this came to you, your gift, and I ask this because I know I talk to some people who didn't recognize their gift in the beginning, some people who uh, developed it as they went on, some people who just feel that it was just something that came right to them. Um, from your perspective, in terms of understanding this stuff, was this something that you, again, were you sort of formed with it? Did you develop it? Did you discover it later on or did you discover it early on? Or, or how did this sort of happen for you? Well, my journey into spirituality was a bit rocky. I mean, I wasn't born with it, at least I don't think so. I started looking into spirituality later in life, and it all stemmed from my past. I mean, I've been a sexual assault victim, and for years I've struggled with that. And I always felt like no one could really give me what I needed to heal. So on my quest for healing... I found peace and spirituality. And it was a feeling as if I had come home. I felt safe. I felt, yeah, protected almost. And so I explored different spiritual practices. Reiki was amazing. It really helped me a lot. And at some point I founded Serafina Fay in 2013. And I absolutely loved being able to help other people with their hurdles whatever issues they have. And at some point I realized that my urge to help people stems from my traumatic experiences when I was young. And so really, 
out of all the pain and suffering that I went through, something really meaningful was created. And this is, yeah, to me this is amazing that basically everything turned around because I decided to go into spirituality and heal myself. Now, you know, one of the things that uh, that I see as well, and I know we've chatted about this before, but um, the struggle for some people to understand spirituality, understand energy, understand spirit animals, and things like that, do you run into people that tell you, you know, I just don't get it? And, uh, and if so, um, how do you help those people? Like, do you believe that uh, you can still help them even when they don't believe, or do they have to eventually find their way around to at least believing to some degree this is possible before you can truly help them. No, you can help anybody as long as they're open. They don't need to be open to spirituality, but they need to be open to a concept that something may be different from what they truly believe and just give it a benefit of a doubt. I mean, I have Reiki clients who have never heard of Reiki, have no idea what it is, and noticed how good it makes them feel. But they don't come for the spiritual aspect of Reiki, they come for the healing aspect of Reiki. And we don't talk about spirituality or anything. We talk about how they feel after the treatment, which in its, in its own way is a form of spiritual healing, but on a different level. And then I guess the other side is I've heard a lot about distance healing as well. And so is that something that you do? And if so, is that something that you could do for somebody that, again, maybe uh, doesn't really necessarily fully subscribe uh, to or, or believe it's even possible? And I ask that because I know there's a, a belief by some that you have to ask permission to send healing to somebody. And then others I've heard that said, you know, you can send the healing. It's, it's up to them whether or not they receive it. So I'm just wondering your thoughts on that as well. Well, distant healing, yes. I perform that if requested. And with asking permission, yeah, you should. <laughs> because it's, for one thing, you don't know if the person at that time wants healing. You don't know if the person at that time is driving or operating heavy machinery because Reiki can put you to sleep. So, and somebody's driving on the interstate and suddenly they fall asleep. I mean, we know how that's going to end. So, and on the other hand, it's um, like an invasion of their privacy because you didn't give them the choice to accept the healing. However, if a family member would say, okay, I really wish we could send, let's say, my uncle some healing, but he doesn't believe at all, then there is a little back door you can use. You could ask his spirit guides if they would say it's okay for him to receive the healing. And if they say yes, then they will make sure he's open to it. But it was really exceptions. It's really necessary. And then I guess then, Sandra, as we start winding down, uh, and as you know, there's never enough time. Uh, so <laughs> I, I mentioned to you offline that we'll, uh, we'll keep this going and uh, maybe schedule our part two in the very near future. Uh, but before I jump too far ahead, and I may have asked you this question before. I'm not 100% sure because I don't ask everybody this question. Um, but even if I did, it's always cool to see what the person's answer is because sometimes it will change depending on where they're at in their life. But that being said, if you could sit across from a younger version of yourself and give her some life advice, what do you think you might tell her? 
I would tell her, don't give up. And I guess, would you say that because now did you struggle with that early on that, you know, you wanted to maybe throw in the towel at some point or was it just because you know that that's the advice that you in general people need to hear? Like, I'm just curious where, um, where that comes, comes in for you. Well, one of the things that I realized after I became aware of why I went into spirituality, I started to think more about everything that happened and how I reacted and, I noticed that I still feel like a 23-year-old woman who just wants to dance and be crazy and have fun. And I realized that this was the time when my life ended, when I secluded myself. So for 20 years, I was, yeah, holding myself hostage, basically, because I couldn't get over the trauma. So, And this is why I would say to myself, don't give up. You can do this. You can get through that because I did. And that's why I would tell myself that. And now on the other side of things, I'd like to talk about, you know, connections in terms of building relationships and and surrounding yourself with like-minded people. I believe uh, going by memory that you are still a member of the Wellness Universe. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. Uh, so, you know, and for our listeners, I've talked about the Wellness Universe multiple times on the show in the past, and I'm a big fan of the work that's being done there. Uh, so probably do, I probably don't need to provide too much of an introduction, but I will ask you, um, with something like the Wellness Universe or things similar to that, why do you think it's important to surround yourself with, in this case, let's say healers or other people to understand what you're doing? Like, do you think there's an importance to have a community surrounding you or have a support system? Or, or why did, I guess, you join and, and what does it mean to you? Um, I joined because I wanted to help make the world a better place. I mean, when I joined, it was a couple years ago where I wasn't at this point in my journey, so I really grew a lot since then. But my wish has always been helping people and changing the world, make it better. And I think the Wellness Universe is a great place to start. There's so many wonderful people, so many amazing practitioners and spiritual teachers, I mean, whatever you're interested in, you can find it there and can start exploring. You can contact the people and ask them questions. And I think it's amazing. Love it. And so I guess, Sandra, my last official question and then my unofficial question is going to be uh, how we can learn more. That's always an important question to finish off with. But before I, I jump ahead to that question, I'd just like to ask, is there one – I mentioned asked you about uh, one piece of life advice you give a younger version of yourself. Is there – any separate advice or tips or anything you would give to somebody else that may be listening right now that uh, you know may need to hear it, whether it's um, you know whether it's about their spirit animal, whether it's healing they need. What would you normally um, maybe put out to them or share with them? Well, I think what has become very important lately is that people need to think outside the box. That they should start looking for help in places they didn't think of before. Because spirituality is becoming a bigger and bigger subject every day. So think outside the box and don't be afraid of exploring. Yeah, I love I love that. And, and I, that's one thing I would certainly tell my younger self is to keep exploring. Uh, you know, I, I would say explore more, but... And that younger self wasn't exploring much, but now, uh, and, and through those years since then, I spent a lot of time exploring. So instead of saying now, now. 
Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say now explore more. I would just say keep exploring or start earlier. <laughs> but right. so I think exploring is important. Um, so, Sandra, I promised the last question was going to be just asking you how we could learn more, where you would send people if they want to connect with you. So where would you normally direct people? What's sort of the, the hub, if you will, to send people to? Um, I would send them directly to my website. You can contact me there through Messenger if you like. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them or just talk to you. If you felt and, and drawn what, to the... Oh, sorry. I was just going to ask what no, the website No, okay. it's okay. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Good. Uh, it's a, what is that website address that you send them to? It's www.serafinafey.com. Awesome. So, Sandra Coos, this has been an absolute pleasure. Like I said, never enough time. It certainly wasn't said, hey, but I think we gave people a lot to think about and, you know, let them know about your upcoming book, which is uh, obviously going to be something else that they can sort of dive into. And, of course, let them know how they can connect with you more in the interim uh, while we're preparing to look at the scheduling episode or part two. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Sandra. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.